Hello and good morning and or good evening for ever you for, for wherever you are. And thank you for listening to us. Today I am Diana Adamko from Awaken Your Moon Power podcast show. So if you are a modern woman following your dreams and calling of your callings and your soul's desire, we are bringing you wisdom, knowledge, information, inspiration to stay connected to your soul and your dreams and desires by helping you awaken your, and harness your body wisdom, your ancient sacred feminine power, so you can live in a natural cycle of success every day in every areas of your life. And today, I am very excited to chat with Jenny Russell, who is a specialist in pelvic floor health and happiness. I don't think I can know, I know any women who wouldn't need this. And women, and Jenny is to give women the confidence back to take back control of their pelvic floor and reproductive health, to recognize the impact of their pelvic floor that is having um, on their everyday life so they will value their pelvic floor enough to protect them for the sake of health and happiness. So, Jenny. Hi. Hello. I'm Hi. really excited to um, have you on the show because I met you quite a few years ago on, um, on an event and it was fascinating to listen to you. And I think uh, there is no woman on this earth who should not take care of their pelvic floor. Exactly. So, and it's such a part of our body wisdom. So I really would love you to introduce yourself a little bit and tell us why you're doing what you're doing. Okay. Hi. Thank you so much, Diana, for, for um, having me actually on the show. Um, so I'm Jenny Russell and I specialize in pelvic floor health and happiness. So the title of my second book and my clinic is Pelvic Floor Secrets, Six Weeks to Confidence, Continence and Sexual Satisfaction. So what I do is I've developed my own sensory program. I help women to understand actually kind of what lives inside of them in their pelvis um, and the everyday role it actually plays to the way in which they stand, how they move, their movement ability, um, their body shape, their posture, as well as obviously allowing them to void at the right time, have great sex um, and have a good pregnancy and childbirth experience. So that's kind of what I do in a nutshell, but I sell it as six rewards. So I say, um, your pelvic floor will reward you with flatter abs, better shaped butt, better shaped thighs, improved posture, dry nickels always, and great sex. Which one don't you want? All of them. <laughs> I have to say, I, <laughs> I, uh, I've got your book, and it's something that um, I'm not reading it as a book, but I keep uh, looking up things and, and, and using them because as you said, all of these six things that which one you don't want, you want every, all of them. And then I have to say, just reading your book and just educating myself about the pelvic floor and understanding the complexity of it. it mm. I, I swear to you that it makes my pelvic floor better just knowing it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really funny because, um, Diane, I still meet people. Even today I went to a couple of networking events and, um, I still meet women who, one don't even know they've got a pelvic floor, which I think is really quite scary and scandalous, um, especially when we've been educated. Um, secondly, that um, they only seem to think it's for sex and babies. So I'm trying to make this whole seismic shift and get people to realize, actually, do you know, your spinal and pelvic stability is 
dependent on your pelvic floor's health and vitality. So that's just something that's really major. Low back pain is a common, common cause of weak pelvic floor muscles. Groin, hamstring pulls, knee and ankle sprains, even ACL tears are linked to weak pelvic floors and weak pelvises. And that's our center of gravity. So look at all the footballers that are constantly pulling the groin or pulling the hamstring. There's no pelvic floor work done in their programs. Everything's about the big muscles that we can see. But, you know, where you live, all the beautiful houses, we have all those wonderful buildings. The reason why they're so beautiful and we can enjoy them for generations because they sit on a fantastic foundation. Well, your pelvic floor is the foundation of your trunk. So if you want to have a really fabulous life, then you must look after the foundation because what you can't see controls what you can. Oh, this is such an, you know, this has got, what you just said has got so many depths, so many levels, because obviously my mission is, is to teach women from live from within. And no matter what kind of dreams you have in life, the first thing is to build a foundation who is you and mm. drive your life from you. And it's amazing how, you know, everything is connected. So mind, body, soul, and talking to you about the physical foundation is again it's in our core it's the pelvic floor is we start to know about it when we give birth and things go wrong because that's when we pay attention to our physical health when right. things go wrong unfortunately mm. good health is too expensive for people um it's crazy but, isn't it yeah i know um but it's just so amazing that you know on a soul level on a mindset level the first thing is to take care of yourself as a foundation and physically as well. If you want all of that, take care of that core um, element of your body, the pelvic floor, that everything is moving from this. I think it's just such a deep wisdom. Mm. Well, I actually spoke um, at the Institute of Directors last night and I said the same thing and I'm writing my third book at the moment. And I said, we think about our lives and you know, what we focus on is get your education, get a husband, have your children, get a job, build your career, put your money to one side and save for your pension. So you've got to, it's all this thing about pensions and putting money aside so you're going to have a good future so you can actually live and enjoy your life. But it should be health and finance in harmony because you can save all the money in China at the detriment of your health. And then what are you going to spend all that pension on? Private healthcare to fix the things you ignored when you was out and you was working, when you had the ability and the vitality and the energy to do it. We collagen naturally depletes in the body from the age of 25. Well, the pelvic floor is held together by ligaments and fascia. Collagen is their best friends. It's what holds everything together. So people are running and putting collagen in their faces to keep the face held up, but they're forgetting about the collagen on the inside that keeps the pelvic floor in place so that the internal organs remain in place so they don't drop from their natural home and try and roam down into the vagina and out into the outside world. So it's like, I don't understand why my organs are falling down. Prolapse, I don't get it. So all of these things we're suffering, we're not making a plan for our future physically. We'll redo our house and we'll spend 20, 30,000 pounds on this wonderful kitchen. We'll do the same with our um, cars you know, or our bathrooms and our front. We do all these fantastic things and buy these wonderful cars on lease. But if the body is not well and you're sick and you're lying horizontal in bed, then everyone else is enjoying the kitchen that you put in that you can't even get to. And the car, if you can raise your head high enough and look out the window, looks fantastic. But until you get in the car and move it, it's just a piece of metal outside your house. So why are we so happy to invest in the things that don't actually move 
and contribute to our actual physical well-being but the things that we actually need we won't pay for so um how shall we start then because i i think uh, you know we start to be aware of our pelvic floor as women when we give birth and then we are starting to be uh, told of how we need to uh, create expansion down there and and then after giving birth the problems are starting and I know I have been a part of loads of mums groups and it time to time comes up this subject of like uh, you know what shall we do about our pelvic floor how could we help it what could we do and then all sorts of gadgets are coming out and all of these mm. exercises that I actually have done and from your book I realized that I was doing all way wrong these pelvic floor exercises where should we start um, you know what's the first point and how can we do it well that is actually going to work for us okay so the first point we need to do we need to learn about it because you, mm -hmm. you know you can't do anything unless you learn you can't grow you can't be successful unless you learn something so the first thing is the education mm -hmm. and we need to understand the everyday role of the pelvic floor so i say it has four or five main everyday roles and then the sexual function the childbirth um that is its secondary role because the minute we're born, we're born with a pelvic floor. So when we want to take our children to nursery, we have to potty train them before they can go. So we've got to teach them that there's a sensory communication that says, I want to empty. And we shouldn't suppress the urge to go. And we encourage them to use the potty so they recognize that, that, uh, that little movement that says, you need to go and take off your nappy or trousers, empty your bladder or empty your bowel. And, you know, sometimes some children find it quite hard. So parents may put the potty in the front room. And when the children do it, they do a little dance and everyone's excited. So that child understands that there's a connection between their mind and downstairs that tells them something's going to happen and they need to take action. Mm -hmm. But then they go to school. So I, I put it in the book as well. Little Johnny goes to school, opens his bowels at 10 past nine in the morning. For the first couple of days, the teacher will allow him to go. Then the other children notice that he gets to leave the classroom five minutes after they started. So they all start saying, can I go? Can I go? The teacher says, Johnny, wait till 10.30. Then everyone can go at the same time. Within 21 days, he's now got a new engram and he's now trying to suppress the urge to go when he wants to go. And that starts a whole cycle of problems from really early. We don't appreciate public toilets. They're not looked after. So no one wants to go. Everyone holds till they get home. So we've already started to put into a place from childhood an adverse pattern for the pelvic floor because it wants to relax and empty. We don't realize a compacted colon can weigh as much as 10 pounds. A full bladder can weigh as much as four pounds. So that's a stone of weight of toxins that we carry around until we get home. And then sometimes we strain to go to the toilet because we've the muscle that wants to relax to open. We've now told it it has to stay closed until we're ready. And that could be hours and hours. And that's where we get the tightness. We've got this tightness and then we've got this load. We've got poor posture. We've got poor seating positions. And our cycle starts from there. And then we get hurts and disappointments. And that person doesn't like me anymore. And all these things start to happen. And our emotions are held and housed right in our sex and reproductive organs and everything starts to shut down our breathing is altered so we have to understand the everyday role in terms of stability in terms of emotional guarding in terms of diet and lifestyle choices that are actually all contributing to the pelvic floor 
because not every single woman suffers after childbirth, but way too many do. So that tells you then, if not every single woman suffers, then it's not a natural um, consequence of childbirth. It's that that person's history and that person's life and how they've lived it contributes to that weakness. Mm-hmm. So we've got to start with the education first. It's amazing to uh, listen to because you would think uh, we just want to solve the problem that is right here, right now. And then what happens is you have to look at yourself as a whole and you mm. have to experience that where did that problem started actually. And again, the presenting problem is just the problem and what you actually have to sort out is going to be completely different, I suppose. That That's to right. really rebuild your uh, pelvic floor and understand um, this amazing role that your pelvic floor has um, in your body and mm. it's just spreading that, everywhere yeah and that's the whole point mm. um if you go to the physio for a bad back he will look at just your back but is it coming from is it a postural issue is it a dietary issue is it uh, a, a organ issue because the kidneys long term you know, when they've got issues, they're linked, they're on the same meridian as the low back and the knees. So it could actually be something different. We, we don't look at that. And the kidneys can be stressed because the adrenals may be overworked. And most people's adrenals are overworked. Most people are living on their stress hormones, which what the body wasn't designed to do. So therefore, that you said nothing in the body um, works on its own. You don't have a problem with your knees and leave your back at home. You don't have a problem with your back and leave your knees at home. You take everything to the doctor. You present him with the issue at hand, but you present your whole self. He looks at the issue at hand, but if he doesn't look at the whole person, the issue at hand, you're just it's like putting you know, a plaster over a birth pipe and hoping that the water will stop flowing. For a moment, it will hold it, and then it will build up and then it will overspill and it'll come out in other ways. So you've got to look at the whole person. And that's what I do with perfect floor secrets. I look at the whole person, not just the issue. And if I find the way in, which is the origin of the symptom and I address that, the symptom disappears. Mm, that's uh, yeah, absolutely. So if once, um, somebody educated themselves and got to understand that mm. actually the pelvic floor has got, uh, you know, su- such a complex role and it start once you were born, then um, they understand this role. What's the next step? What, what are they going to do? How, how they can help themselves in their own everyday life? So first, so mm. if we even just look at diet and lifestyle, at the moment, we've got a big drive. We're talking about obesity and, and you know, and diabetes type two, which you know, is a lifestyle disease. And we look at those illnesses and say, they're draining the NHS. Well, actually, those illnesses are also contributing to your weak, weakened pelvic floor and your issues. Not every female with a weak pelvic floor has had a baby. Mm-hmm. So that also tells you it's not a childbirth thing. It has to be something different. So if we understand that even constipation is linked to emotional garden and not letting go, and a compacted colon could weigh as much as 10 pounds. If you're 10 pounds overweight, you don't feel good about it. You don't feel good in yourself. And a compacted colon also is not comfortable for, it can create low back pain. It gives you more of a distended belly and you're not comfortable. So if you look at addressing, you address two things first, you address breathing Mm because breath is life force energy. And without addressing breathing, you can't stimulate the pathway that's going to repair, restore and rebuild in the first place. Um, so 
we always start with breath first. Then you could even just look at digestion. It can make one change for digestion. So that change in digestion and actually regulating transit times can take pressure off the fascia and ligaments and thus stop putting more pressure on the pelvic floor. You address posture and keep the pelvis neutral. Then you keep the pelvic floor in a position where it can optimize its health and vitality. If the pelvis is tipped too far forwards, the back becomes shorter and tighter, the front becomes longer and weaker. The lower abdominal wall becomes longer and weaker. The front half of the pelvic floor can become longer and weaker. And at the front part of the pelvic floor is the urethra. And that's why you may have a lot of issues with stress incontinence. You can't get success by dealing with incontinence just by looking at doing Kegels. If you don't look at a person's pelvic angle, the condition and contour of the lower abdominals, because they're on the same neural pathways of pelvic floor, you have to address everything. So breath, diet and lifestyle, posture, emotional guarding. It's really hard for me wow. to say to you, Diane, where to start because everyone's different. You know, a person that's been physically abused, mentally abused, is going to have a lot of emotions. And all those emotions are housed in their hip flexors, in their uterus, in their pelvic floor. It has the potential to shut the whole thing down. So no matter what mechanical work you do with that person, if you don't actually deal with the emotional underlying current, it has the potential to undo all the mechanical work. So you have to look at that. But that emotional guard and that history they have would have altered their breathing. You're trying to teach them to breathe diaphragmatically and optimize the oxygen in their body, but mentally, they're still carrying the scar. And that's what's affecting their breathing. So you can't get the best results from the breathing if you don't get the best results from the mind because the mind controls everything you know i'm teaching you to breathe open up the chest breathe nice and deep you know breathing out and get it right down deep into the root chakra but in your head you're saying i'm not worth it i'm not worth it what did he do to me oh and you've got all these things going on in your head it's very hard to, to take a nice big diaphragmatic breath and release which puts the body into a position of wellness when the mind is going oh i'm so horrible my life is so oh i can't stand it oh, i've got nothing it's very hard the two don't work together what happens is i go i'm so horrible my life is so my breathing becomes short and shallow but when i'm saying my life is fantastic i can just breathe and smell the roses even my posture is different everything about the way i speak how i carry myself it's different and that difference is going to have a difference in opening me up downstairs it's going to allow my 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 base my foundation to know it's safe and secure because safety and security sexual identity and relationships and self-feel are all trapped right down there inside the pelvis and in, in our reproductive organs it's wow. just it's it's impossible it's actually impossible to deal with one without dealing with all the others if you eat a poor diet all the time, it doesn't just impact your um, liver and detoxification. It also impacts your kidneys. It also, if, if a body can't detox enough, it will then tell the thyroid to slow down because that's the master regulator of the metabolism because it's trying to deal with the stress hormones. So that impacts your thyroid. Physically, you see it in overweight or distended belly, but it has an impact everywhere. It can block up the colon so it doesn't pass properly, which means it ultimately impacts the pelvic floor because that's what links the inner and outer world. 
and that's a poor diet but you see it in skin and breakouts and whatever else but you're not recognizing that that means the liver's not doing its job properly if it's not detoxing maybe then food isn't being broken down properly so maybe the digestive tract isn't working well so now food is going in undigested into the bloodstream that's impacting the kidneys that's impacting the thyroid that's impacting the pituitary gland and so it goes on but you can't see it that you just think a poor diet i can eat what i want but you don't realize you know it's getting right deep into the pancreas and if the pancreas is overworked it starts producing insulin and that cancer now on its on its own is is on the increase and it's so hard to detect and the life expectancy for that one is really really short but it's because we just have these real mad busy stressful lives and we just think oh it doesn't really matter i'll just grab i'll grab a takeaway or I'll put it in the microwave and it's fine but the impact is organ you know it's so it's visceral it's physical it's muscular it's skeletal it's you know mental it's everything yeah absolutely i mean i think what you what the things that you have just described is i i think it's quite amazing to really discover that you know pelvic floor you just think of one function as you said and i i started it with this that you know women usually start to recognize that there's a problem uh around childbirth and as you said probably not every woman is affected by this so it is not um coming from that problem and it's just amazing to see that you know when you start to address your pelvis and everything that lives there, you know, because it is there for us to contract and expand and, and help us to, it really is um, absorbing everything that is happening to us in life. And mm. it just, um, an amazing, you know, I, I think if somebody's working with you and, and start to work with their pelvic floor, uh, they start to unfold their whole lives, it seems to me. Yeah. That, oh. you know, I am so blessed, Diana, because I actually do get all up in your business and people <laughs> open up and tell me everything. And I mean, mentally and physically, I have to. But what happens is that, that, that mental, that emotional release, when you actually can address that, that's a massive release. Then that emotional release then creates a physical release because then the pelvic floor starts to respond accordingly. You make a difference to the diet and lifestyle, those releases then create a, um, a, a physical release because the body starts to change, you know? And um, that's, sorry, one second. The body starts to change and that makes a big difference as well. Um, and so all of a sudden, women have got this emotional blockage that you then take away that allows them to feel like the weights have come off their shoulders. And then from there, you've got this sort of, physical change inside the pelvic floor can start to respond better and now suddenly they can make it to the toilet without wetting themselves or the prolapse doesn't feel quite so draggy or they can actually feel their husband when they haven't felt him for years and they make these changes their diet and lifestyle and they're sleeping better they've got more mental clarity oh and by the way they've lost weight and oh my posture's improved oh my bum looks a bit higher they're just their confidence goes through the roof because all of a sudden now they can make it to the toilet their knickers are drier their sex is better their body looks better. Life is great. They've got rid of that emotional crutch and they suddenly feel, they're like, wow, I've been walking around a shadow of myself and I've come to Jenny because I, I keep wetting myself and now I've left Jenny and I've got the best body shape I've had in ages. My diet is much better. My sleep is much better. My hair looks better. My eyes look brighter. My husband's much happier. I'm smiling more. It's like, wow. 
mm. you know it's an amazing journey i think it's like an amazing journey you described uh, an amazing just so I, I would love to know that what is your you know desired outcome that you would like to what's your mission that you want to achieve my mission i say i want to create a movement towards empowerment for women everywhere i would love women to realize their full female potential so right now we've got many women a lot more women in business we've got women starting their own businesses and running their, their businesses that means they are one man bands everywhere one woman bands all over the place running around building these businesses so they've got these great careers but their bodies don't reflect the business they have mm. and if they don't look after their body then they become a no woman band because if if they're not working and they can't they don't they can't do the work then the potential for earnings disappears i want women to understand it must be health for finance and harmony and you know, the pelvic floor is the gateway that links the inner and outer world. So, you know, for, I've, I wrote a poem recently and I called it Vibrantly Appealing Gina, Vagina. And I just, you know, the first line just says, Vibrantly Appealing Gina, the most sought after girl I know, an entrance to a gateway that brings love, life and flow. Yet many underrate her and call her all kinds of names, not understanding Gina could cause a life of health and shame you know or debilitation and shame so i'm looking at them saying right literally that's like you know we have our mouth we have our lips we have our mouth the tongue lives inside the mouth and then behind that goes and where our food goes and everything goes into our system downstairs we have a vagina we have those outer lips then inside the vagina lives the pelvic floor and that's where everything happens in there it brings that life so our flow comes out through our vagina our babies, new lives, those that are born naturally, come out through the vagina. Our, the best pleasure on the planet for those that love sex, including myself, goes in for the vagina. It's the gateway that links the inner and outer worlds. If you don't look after yourself, the prolapses happen, they fall out through the vagina. So look at that wonderful thing. So the flow of, of menses is to get rid of that flow of blood that comes out the body that gets rid of those toxins that comes out monthly to a set point and then obviously you go for the menopause like myself and you're on the other side but also anything that's rubbish the toxins come out that way if you've got any kind of parasites and infections or toxins candida any kind of you know bacterial vaginosis it's toxins coming out through the vagina so good and bad can come out through the vagina but what we've got to recognize is that those muscles live inside the vagina your trunk sits on top of your pelvis, which means it sits on top of your pelvic floor because the pelvis is unique because you have the muscles of the butt and the tops of the thighs and the hips that, that protect it on the outside, but the pelvic floor protects it on the inside. So the trunk sits on the pelvic floor because everything sits there. The arms sit into the trunk, sits on the pelvic floor, the head, the trunk, the pelvic floor. So all your internal organs on top of your pelvic floor. Your legs link into your pelvis, thus impact your pelvic floor. So everything meets at the pelvis and what's inside the pelvis right at the base, the foundation is your pelvic floor. So how can it be so unimportant and so ignored? It will stop you in your tracks. It works well. You have no worries, but once it goes wrong, it stops you in your tracks. It can isolate you, debilitate you, cost you not just your health and happiness, but your relationships, your marriages. It costs so much. So there's, you can measure costs in many ways, Diane, the emotional cost, the physical cost, the mental cost, and the financial cost. 
It all depends on which cost you're willing to pay. And if you come into the clinic and you think the financial cost is too much, but you're willing to sacrifice your relationship, your health, your happiness, your vitality and your well-being, you are paying. Just because you don't put your hand in your pocket and take out your card and pay, you're paying. But if you're happy to have poor posture, back pain, organs falling out, you know, no no happiness, lack of movement ability, you can't jump on the trampoline with your children. I mean, come on, that's just like, mm. you have a baby, you want to get on the trampoline and jump around and, and throw your head back with laughter and have no worries that you're going to laugh and leak or jump and leak. That's, that's not natural. You want to be able to have a baby and have the same sexual experience or a better sexual experience after childbirth. Not think that I've had that child and that's in exchange. And it's wrong to say, well, actually, because my vagina's for sex, I'm going to protect myself and have a C-section. Because when the child comes through the vaginal canal, that coating of venix is their coating for immunity. Mm. They need that coating. It, it helps. To, it, it takes the immune system from literally from the base up to the penthouse. When you're born as a C-section child, your potential for sickness actually increases because that coat of immunity, also the bracing, it kind of cements the skeletal structure, the brain together, coming through the vaginal canal kind of, and that's where the connection comes and it kind of cements and the yeah. body and the bone and the structure, the skeletal system. So it's not just a case of ruining a woman's life. If she knows how to breathe well and to relax and she knows how to expand accordingly outside of medical you know, issues or unforeseen circumstances, then it can be actually a fantastic experience and she can come back tighter than before she had that child. You just need to know what to do. I think it's, um, you know, we, we can safely say that all you need is within you and mm. it's everything is at the core. Everything is at the core. So um, it is. if somebody wants to get in touch with you, can you just repeat to us uh, how they can Yes, they can um, contact me at www. Well, they can go to the website, which is www.pelvicfloorsecrets.com. That's with an S on the end. Or they can email me info at pelvicfloorsecrets.com. But I also have a Pelvic Floor Secrets closed group on Facebook. I have a business page on Facebook, Pelvic Floor Secrets. Um, on Twitter and Instagram, I am at Pelvic Secrets. So and I can highly recommend Jenny's book because I've got it and it's like, um, it's not a book that I read. It's a book that I keep, keep dipping in and out of it because it's, it's very, very book. useful. Yes. It's a reference book for life for sure. And, uh, and actually it's quite fun to read it too. I have to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've you so, got both books. You've got Pelvic Floor Secrets. So have you got the first one? I've got the Pelvic Floor Secrets. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. And the diagrams are beautiful, aren't they? I had this wonderful illustrator, Juliet Percival. She was absolutely amazing, worth every single penny. Um, and, I, you know, I just wanted to sandwich, sandwich that science and humour together so that people can kind of take away the, the heaviness of the subject, but take away the embarrassment so that it's not embarrassing, but it's important. But it's yeah, I think for the health and well-being. It's so important for us women to start to talk about the things that we want to talk about and say things out loud, you know, um, not think that, uh, oh, it's not nice to talk about bleeding or not nice to talk about constipation or not nice to talk about that, um, you know, you pee in your pants when you don't want to. We have mm. to talk about these things. And 
I, I call it the unfiltered realness. You know, we, we have to say things out loud so we can all uh, learn from each other and help each other. So this uh, is really enlightening, I think, uh, having a chat with you. So is there any, anything else that you would like to add in the end? Um, any I last run, wisdoms? Yeah, well, I run bi-monthly workshops. So I run... Um a workshop how to keep a hot body for life i have pregnancy priorities for your pelvic floor i'm running a retreat to vietnam this year as well how to have pleasure wow. in life a 10-day retreat and all of these are around what we call the six principles for total health so the first one being thoughts the second one being breath which is life force energy the third one being hydration understanding that as much as people hate water we are literally 85% water so we need to understand what water does how it holds you know the potassium and salt in the cells and makes the cells healthy food which is a very sleep sorry first sleep comes first understanding what happens to the body when we're sleeping um, and the impact of cortisol on the body food preparation digestion assimilation and elimination not just food quality and of course exercise understanding movement and which movements you know really make a difference to how we actually walk and stand and move i want people to understand that it, it's all of those things you can get a gym membership but it's a standard membership what you need to do is when you understand yourself from the inside everything you're looking for on the outside you can have it and then some so i want women to know it is the most valuable part of their body because it, it does actually dictate everything they do subconsciously, even without recognizing it. If they can just take a bit of time to, again, either invest in the book, Pelvic Floor Secrets, book on and, and attend one of the workshops, um, or if they need anything, any more information, I do a free 15-minute consultation, then I'm happy to try and talk to them or guide them in the right direction so that you know, when we get to, and I'm 55 now, you get to this point and, you know, I can, I, I play tennis. I've got a competition this weekend. Um, I still run and leave my friends behind last week and I'm looking to wait for them. I still wear the clothes I wore when I was at college. You know, I could still fit into my clothes and, you know, my bottom as well. One of my clients said, her sister said to her, when you get to my age, she's the same age as me, your bum's going to sag. And I said, not on my camp, none of my clients. The only way is up. And that's, that's what it is <laughs> at the bottom. So the only way is up. I want you to know that we were, God gave us the best tools, which is our body and our health. And the minute we understand how our bodies work, we can be in control of our destiny and our future. And health and happiness is not something that is a luxury for those that can afford it. It's actually it is a luxury, but it's a luxury that everyone can actually have for themselves. That's what I'd like to do. Yeah. And if you take care of your health now, then no matter how old you are going to be, there is going to be uh, you know, a good bank to keep taking out from. So I, I yeah. think, yeah. yeah. So thank you very much, Jenny, for this really enlightening uh, chat. And so you can uh, find Jenny on www.com pelvicfloorsecrets.com and on Facebook Fabric Floor Secrets um, in a Facebook page or a group which I highly recommend and I highly recommend Jenny's book and if you want to carry on expanding your dreams by harnessing your uh, wisdom from within uh, and fully awaken your feminine creative power to live in a cycle of natural success join us as well on Facebook in our free uh, Facebook community Awaken Your Moon Power
where you can find some great free gifts uh, to grow your joy and abundance. And if you feel that you have some wisdom uh, that you want to offer other women so they can connect with their body wisdom and live from that body wisdom, then apply for our podcast show. You will find all the details there. Uh, and thank you very much, Jenny, again for this chat. Thank you. See you very Diana. soon. Speak Bye. soon. God bless you. Take care. Bye-bye.